Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. So here we go in the fourth quarter. Second down for the Redskins. Just inside the 10-yard line. Peterson dancing around, goes back the other way, runs by Fletcher Cox, he'll get to the end zone. And a touchdown for Peterson. He has just tied Walter Payton for number four all-time career-rushing touchdowns in NFL history. 110 of them for Peterson. Adrian Peterson is fifth all-time on the NFL rushing list. He is fourth all-time in touchdowns. A seven-time Pro Bowler, a four-time All-Pro, a former most valuable player in the National Football League. And the breaking news today is that the Washington football team has released the 35-year-old as part of a youth movement at running back. And Adrian, kind enough to give us a few minutes and join us on the Mattress Warehouse Hotline right now. Adrian, it's Grant and Danny. Thanks so much for the time. How are you? I'm great. I'm great, guys. How you guys doing today? Very well. We're doing man, well. So, I guess you just tell us how this all went down. Did you know a week ago, 48 hours ago, this was happening? And and who told you? And how did they do it? Yeah, no, I di- I didn't know uh, that this was happening. You know, it, it kind of caught me off guard, kind of blindsided me. Um, but I got a call this morning from uh, Coach Rivera, and uh, he just told me to come in and see him. And um, so, you know, you usually don't get a call at 7 a.m., you know, from the head coach. So uh, I didn't really think too much, but it was like, uh, I don't know, you know. So I uh, just made it to the building, got my COVID test, went in and had the conversation with him. And, uh, you know, uh, he notified me that, you know, the team was releasing me. What's next for you? What do you want? Where do you want to go? I, I know you've got more game left and you, you've said as much. What are you thinking? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot to, you know, digest just within a, you know, a few hours right now. So, you know, I just played on it and I know, you know, guys will be done, you know, so I still want to play the game. Um, you know, something I've said for the past couple of years now. Uh, and I felt like I had a great camp, um, as far as, you know, just learning in, just learning the new offense and taking everything in and just making those adjustments. You know, so you know, like Coach Rivera said today, it was something that was that was tough. You know, it was, it was a hard decision for them to come up with. But you know, strictly because of just the youth, um, you know, being the direction they wanted to go in. You know, it, you know, unfortunately, it, it didn't work out for me. And you know, it's credit to those those young guys. Antonio Gibson is a is a great 
person, a great football player. Uh, I've loved and enjoyed what I've seen from him and how he has continued to progress over, you know, the past couple of weeks. Uh, Bryce Love, you know, I've been around him and just his process of grinding to make it back to play this game he loves and just to see how he has, you know, continued to progress in these last couple of weeks, especially seeing what he's been able to do has been very impressive. And, you know, the, the future is definitely bright for him. And J.D., bringing a man, obviously we know what he did down in Detroit and, and, and Barber. All those, we, we, we had, I, I would not have been surprised. I wouldn't have been surprised if all, all of us would have made the, you know, made the final roster. But, you know, um, they got a, a good group of guys in the backfield and coach Randy is doing a great job with them. Um, I don't know, you know, I had been taking reps with the ones and kind of seen that diminish when it came to different personnel, uh, with, with Gibson and, and JD Ben kind of the focal guys. And, um, so, you know, I knew that it would be a limited role, more of a limited role when it came to those packages. Um, but, um, you know, this, this is coming, you know, but again, I enjoyed my time with the Washington Redskins, been around Coach Rivera and his new staff, Coach Del Rio, defensively, what those guys are going to be doing, and offensively. So it's going to be interesting to kind of sit back and when I have time to see what those guys are, are able to do, you know, taking off been through this entire process with them and this change, you know. So, you know, I feel like the future is bright for me, you know. I just got to just pin toes down and, and keep pushing. It's a business, and I understand that. I've been around for 14 years, so – I know, uh, you know, it can unfortunately end up this way. Adrian Peterson on Grant and Danny, a three-time rushing champion in this league, who once went for 2,000 yards carrying the 2012 Vikings to the playoffs. AP, I'll admit I was wrong. You know, when they signed you, I thought, well, who knows what he's got left. Like, we'll see. Maybe he'll get a couple carries and, and he'll be here for a few weeks. If you would have told me you were about to go for 1,000 and 898 in two straight seasons, I would have said you were nuts, but here I am today thinking you could probably still help a contender. I mean, for you, like, where, do you see yourself having a season left where you can do what you did last year, two seasons left? Do you think it was just that they're rebuilding and you're 35, or is there more to it? <laughs> no, there's it, definitely more to it. and That's funny you say that because you know uh, a, a friend texted me earlier today who's overseas, he's uh, part of the military, um, but he texted me. He said, "He he who says it can't be done shouldn't disturb the man doing it." You know, and I feel like you know that was such a great comment. You know that he sent to me, and it kind of reflects like this time that I'm going through right now. Um, but you know, I believe in myself. I believe in my ability and what I can do. You know, I. Sure, I was just sitting in meetings, team meeting, team office meeting on Wednesday, and we was going to a practice, and you know we did this red zone keep out type section where it's the ones on ones, ones defense a group is up and offense as well. And on the first snap, we did a gun uh, a trap run, uh, a zone run, and you know I broke it and scored a touchdown untouched. You know, and so you got a couple of oohs and ahs in there from the young guys when they see me put a move on the the safety and, and out, I mean, the cornerback and outrun the safety. You know, so it's things like that, that that keeps me going because, you know, being around these guys, they, they're able to see their ability at the age of 35, 
you know, and they kind of marvel, you know, about it. And I get a lot of comments, you know, uh, from those guys, you know, but that's like my, my driving force. That, that is what keeps me going, these young guys, and just being blessed to have the ability to continue to do what I, what I love to do, you know. So we'll see. I don't know if I answered the second part of your question, but we'll see. We'll see what the next chapter is for me. Adrian, what was your impression of the time that you got to spend with him of, of Coach Rivera? And, you know, he, he said this wasn't easy because it sounds like, you know, you, you were doing everything right. And it's nothing about what you did. It's just kind of circumstances and, and things like that. But uh, what was your impression of the guy who's, who's now trying to lead this franchise? Um, I love Coach Rivera. You know, I've heard nothing but great things about him. Um, I have a good friend, Captain Munderland, who, you know, spent years with, with Coach Rivera. He always, he always had great things to say, but my personal opinion, he was a he was a hard nosed guy. Um, you know, expected the best from his players, and you knew that you were going to get that from him as well. So I feel like the Washington football team, you know, head coaches, it's that, and you know, they have the right guy in place. Um, I was just looking forward to to going on that journey, joining with them, you know. But has none have none bad to say about Coach Rivera, man. He's, he's a stand-up guy, a genuine guy, um, and, you know, I had nothing but respect for him. Adrian Peterson good. on Grant and Danny with us on 106.7 The Fan, being candid and uh, being very kind with his time on a day where he finds out he's no longer with the Washington football team, and, and you can see why he's always so popular in the locker room, always a classy guy. How about the young kids? Like, Antonio Gibson interests me, AP, but – I can't see him just being a downhill running back or being like behind Dwayne Haskins and running between the tackles like you did. Does he mm-hmm. have that ability? He only carried the ball 33 times in college. How do you think he tr- his game translates to the NFL and then also Bryce Love? Because with the pandemic, we haven't been able to see either of those guys because there have been no preseason games. Yeah, you know, Gibson, I think he's a guy that will make a pretty, a pretty easy transition to the NFL. Uh, you know, because he's, he's a big guy, you know, he's about 230, uh, and he, he's well put together, you know. So, you know, I know he took majority of his snaps, 95% of his snaps at the receiver position and only had 33 career carries in college. But, you know, one thing that I've, I've been able to notice about him, you know, is that he's going to be able to run between the tackles without a doubt, you know. Um, so I, I love what I see from him. I think he can um, – he can be a back that can, you know, that can see if you need to line him up and put him back there for 18 carries or whatever. I feel like he has that ability from what I've been able to observe by being around him. Um, so, you know, some things that, you know, he's been cleaning up, which I've, which has been impressive over the past couple of weeks, you know, some technique when it comes to blocking. And, you know, this means it's kind of give him a little pointers and coach as well. It's like, hey, man, you're a big fella. You know, you just got to you know, close the gap and do some different things differently and just seeing him, you know, take those steps and, and showing up and doing those things was, was promising for us as well. Um, so he has been, he has some great intangibles. You know, I feel like he's going to be able to be productive and, and, and really uh, fit well with this organization. And Bryce Love, he's a guy that I've been able to watch, you know, come over, you know, get through these injuries and the trials and the setbacks that he has you know, experience, and just to see him now, you know, getting back into his rhythm and, you know, and getting back to where he, you can, you can see he's loving the game, he's smiling because he feel, you know, he hadn't played ball in over, what, a year and a half, something like that, um, and it's a lot to 
to get back out, to get back into football shape um, when you've just been kind of focusing on getting back healthy. So to see him and his progression throughout our training account was very impressive, and it was just good to see him finally finally come around and get back to, to himself. And, you know, he has a unique style. You know, he, he looks like a smaller back, but – you know, I feel like he's a guy that can run between tackles as well and durable. He's stronger than he looks, and he runs with great balance and body control, and, and he's, he's a patient um, back as well. You know, so when you see him out there, it kind of looks like a deception because he's like, is he moving fast or is he, is he you know, but he is. He's moving really fast, and he, and he's able. So, he, so he's going to be a good back for him as well, so – him being healthy, like I understood why why it was a, a you know a tough decision for him. Yeah, I can imagine, but you know it, it's interesting to me, AP, because you know I, I I think those guys, and I'm a proponent of playing the young guys. I do, but there's also an mm-hmm. argument for what you could have brought in the locker room and how much you could have helped those guys. Help help me with this idea. Are, would you have been okay if they came to you and said, "Hey, we're going to keep you on the team," but you're going to get maybe a handful of carries. We're going to treat you like you're one of these guys. You're not Hall of Famer Adrian Peterson. Is that something you'd have been cool with, or would you rather go somewhere else where you might be able to get 15 carries a game? Um, you know, the competitor in me, I'm 14 years in. You know, I'm a 14 year, 14th year. And, uh, you know, I love that type of transparency, you know. And uh, I don't know. I think I, I don't know if, you know, if they came to him and said, hey, you might get two, three carries a game, you know, we want to keep you around for leadership, you know, I, I don't think I would have, you know, accepted that, you know, um, or just been fine, fine with that, just to be 100% honest with you, because I feel like I have a lot left in the tank. Um, and, you know, being a leader around the team, of course, you know, it's something that I would have done without a doubt and something that I've done on a daily basis. You know, because I feel like this running back room, I I talk to all those guys. I encourage all those guys. I give those guys pointers. I tell them, you know, things that I know that's going to help them advance their game. I'm not trying to hold them back or withhold anything from them. That's not my mentality. Um, and these guys looked up to me. These guys were – some of these guys were in elementary, elementary school. Some of these guys wore my jersey. So I'm always looking to improve those guys when I'm around them. Um, you know, but, you know, it's something that I would have been like, hey, you know, talk to my agent. Hey, this is the situation. You know, see, see, see what, see what's out there. And uh, I mean, if the opportunity came where hey, I can be more, uh, you know, a part of the offense or contribute because I like I, I have the ability. It's not like well, uh, you're slacking in this area or your pass protection or you know not being able to line up. Like we all learned this offense together, and you know, and we all at one point during training camp uh, did these things, you know, particularly the, what they asked us to do and, and, and have success with it. Um, so it would have been a situation where it was just like, hey, okay, I know what it is. Uh, let me see if anything out there that might present, present itself to be a better situation and, you know, made a decision based off that. 
future Hall of Famer Adrian Peterson with us here on Grant and Nanny. And you mentioned talking to the young guys, AP. You mentioned sort of giving them pointers, and that approachability is something that we've read, we've heard about, and, and then you speaking to it as well. Going back and, and talking about Bryce Love's injury and coming back from that as well, what you did in 2012, coming back from the knee injury and rushing for 2,100 yards, quite simply, is one of the most remarkable things I've ever seen in my life. And it doesn't get talked about enough, quite frankly. It was absolutely amazing. You've been through that. Can you, A, go into your ability to maybe talk to, to Bryce Love about that comeback and, and the like, and then something about you mentoring some of these guys I think is, is exemplary. I think it's really, really cool. Why are you that way instead of competing with them all the time and not necessarily giving them pointers to maybe one day, as it turns out, replace you? Yeah, you know, um, because... You know, I remember when guys, you know, when these young, when these, when I was a young guy and I came into the NFL, you know, how I was welcomed, you know, with open arms. Chester Taylor was there. He was the main guy. And, uh, you know, I pretty much came in and, you know, quickly was able to establish that, hey, you know, I'm, I'm going to be playing a lot. And he just embraced me and taught me a lot. And I really appreciate that because, you know, here I am my first year as a rookie. And you know, this is how this guy is approaching me and taking the situation, knowing that I could potentially take his spot. You know, so I had that mentality in college, and then to come in and and be partnered with someone that had that mentality, you know, kind of set the mold. And but see, but my point is that that's what it's all about. You know, to inspire these young guys, um, especially being in my position and going through things that I've been through and had to overcome. Uh, they're, they're looking at me as an example. You know, they want to know, hey, well, what did it take mentally-wise, you know, or physically-wise to come back from that injury? You know, how did it help you? So with Bryce, it was, um, you know, he, he used to come up to me and ask me, hey, man, what are some of the things that you did to help you, you know, get back to playing at a high level and having the type of season that you that you had? And first off, I told him it was the mentality, you know, because the body can do some of the cruel things if the mind allows it to do that, to do it. And just through my experiences, I was that hey, you know, mentally, if, if if I don't, if I shut down, I can see how I can derail and not be able to come back and accomplish this goal, trick of the enemy. Um, so mentally, it's the first thing I tell these guys about. And then, you know, obviously, some of the uh, the physical things that they can do. I, you know, I, I think, uh, and, and it's not to say that this wasn't something he was doing before, but I let them know that hey, for me, it was critical for me to get on the bosu ball. They have this BOSU ball that's like half where you can, like a half BOSU ball and that you can put on the ground and you do like a lot of balancing one-legged balance movements and things like that. And um, it doesn't seem like much, you know, but that works. Those fine muscles around the knee and the quad, it works everything because it's, it's all balanced, you know. So that was something that I told him that he needed to do. He needed to continue to stretch it and not take that lightly. Um and then just kind of watching them, just kind of fast forward to the training camp, just kind of watching them. I seen how, you know, he was kind of, you know, still a little gimpy, you know. He was out there busting his butt, which I love, you know, because it was just like, man, that's, that's, this is the mentality that it takes, you know. Um, but seeing him kind of gradually and each week, and, you know, he would get better and better, you know. And, you know, I just stayed on him. I was like, hey, bro, you're looking good, and you're encouraging him, you know, because I know, like, these guys look up to me. These guys know that, hey, he's been through this. They're probably wondering what I'm thinking when I'm watching them anyways. You know, so just spreading seeds like that, letting them know. And I, this is not me just talking. You know, this is, this is this is 
natural, you know. Or if it's a day I see that, you know, uh, it was a rough one today, encouraging them, hey, man, you look good out there. I've seen you grinding through the pain. That's what it's going to take. You know, so it's things like that that help these guys get to the level that they they want to get to, you know. And with Bryce, it's just been a pleasure because he's a smart kid. He's a heck of a football player. And, you know, he's a good, a good genuine guy, too, with a big heart. And um, so to be blessed to be around these guys and help you guys and see him come out of, you know, what he had to deal with for a long time, man, it's, it's a win for me. Adrian Peterson, just a couple of moments left here on Grant and Danny on a day where a lot of fans have been calling in upset that he got released. I got to tell you, you know, I'm asking you to analyze guys that, that basically uh, are taking your job. If someone asked me to do that right after I got released, I would be very good at that. I would not be good at that. You, you, you look like you're ready to go to the booth. I know you don't want to, but you could be in the booth tomorrow with your analysis. You've, you've done a good job for us. Last guy I want to ask you about, AP, is uh, Dwayne Haskins. I thought you last year. And I don't know if you'll be comfortable with me saying this or not, but I thought what you did was really important. I know people in the organization thought so as well. At one point, talking about the importance for Haskins to get in the book and study, and it seems like he, from afar, maybe he's turned over a new leaf a little bit. What have you seen from his growth so far, and what kind of confidence do you have in him being the right guy long term? Yeah, I have great confidence in, in Dwayne, and uh, he was one of the last guys that I, I, I spoke with before I left. And, um, you know, I, I feel like he's taking leaps and bounds, you know, coming into this situation where, you know, how everything played out last year and, um, you know, coming to this season with a new offensive coordinator, just everything is just different, you know. It's, it's, I commend him, you know, for taking it upon himself to take the time, that we all took to, you know, digest this offense and then execute it, you know. So, you know, we've all had our – we all had our, our struggles in, at the beginning. And, um, you know, slowly but surely, we all – you can see us all kind of get in sync with one another as well. And, and that's from every position. And uh, I think Cal had did – Cal has done a great job of being around Alex, you know, who's a veteran. I think they all have done a great job of – you know, helping him and showing him as well. And he's taken it and just ran with it. You know, the ability is obviously there. We've seen that. Um, and, um, you know, him just understanding the offense and the concepts and this, that, another, you know, that's something that he had to focus on. And he did that during this offseason. So it's been, it was showing during training camp and it'll, it'll show during the season. And he'll just, the, the good thing is, he's just going to continue to get better and get, even more comfortable in this offense that, that's brand new for him. Adrian, very generous with us. Really appreciate the candor and, 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 and hanging out. And keep proving idiots like Grant and me wrong, man. On your way to a <laughs> Hall of Fame, an incredible career, okay? Thanks so much. I right, no problem, man. Thanks for having me, for having me in you know, the DMV area, man. I appreciate all the love. Uh, I'm, forever, I'm forever grateful. You'll be missed, Adrian. Yeah, fans uh, have uh, fallen in love with you over these last couple of years, man, and, and we've heard from them today. Thank you so much. We, we appreciate the time. All right, no problem. There's Adrian Peterson on Grant and Danny on 106.7 The Fan. Lot to digest from that conversation. We'll get into it next.
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 